Drax turns the gun onto himself, shrinks himself, and then the doctor runs across the, the way, away from the guard's big boot, um, over to Drax, and he says, I wanted you to shrink the guard, I wanted you to shrink the mute. He says, the TARDIS door's open. He says, now the, the time loop's probably at his breaking point, the key is vulnerable, and Romana can't help. And uh, as he says this, we see a bit of image of the countdown in the Xeon control room, and it's down to three now. So uh, Dark says, "Well, unless you know," and he asks, he tells, him, and then there's the marshal, and Drax says, "Is he on our side?" No. He on their other side. Yes, and he tells him, you know, he's planning to shoot um, missiles at Zeos unless Shap and Merak were able to get through to him. So we see uh, back on Atreus, Shap and Merak, Shap's still trying to get through and he says, he gives up, he says, well, he either can't or won't listen. Um, so they don't know what to do now and uh, Merak's been treated for his head wound and um, he's wondering about uh, the segment in Astra and he says if only the doctor could find the sixth piece um, which is somehow connected to Astra but she's not here and I don't know you know there must be something different about her that maybe we could find out what that was and Shap says but she, we can't test her he says yeah but their computer records are here so he's going to look through the genetics to see what it is that links her to the key. Astra um, is in the cavern, the shadow's lair with Romana. Um, um, the Doctor and Drax are uh, trapped. They can't get back over to the TARDIS because the guard is there. They decide to head back uh, through a crack in the wall to see where that leads. The doctor is viewed, I mean, the, the, um, the shadow has seen that the doctor has left the TARDIS door open and he goes off leaving Romana and Astra together in his lair to go and retrieve the key. So Astra tells Romana how she walks kind of in a trance, a little bit in a trance, just in her own thoughts. She says, my destiny is not on Atreos. It is, it's here. I've, I've remember a vision of this place. And she says, I am the sixth princess of the sixth house of 
Atreus, the sixth generation of the sixth dynasty. And Ramana doesn't know what she's talking about. She's, what do you mean? She says, metamorphosis. Doctor and Drax get to K nine. They're trying to to find K nine. Shadow gets to the TARDIS and he cannot enter once the door is open because there's a blast of too much light. Light they can't handle the bright light. Um, so he tells the guard to go in and get it, and so the guard goes in and comes out with the key to time. Hands it to the shadow, and Shadow's overjoyed, and he walks off with it. Ramana restates the sixth this, sixth that, sixth that, you know, in succession of what the, what Astra has just told her, and she starts to understand. She says, oh, you may be in more, more danger than we thought. Merrick finds a genetic variant that has been passed down and, you know, culled down through the generations of the Ast of Astra's family and he says how her her every living cell seems to be part of this key. Doctor and Drax are um, taking a page from history and hiding inside a canine. Um, the doctor tells canine that he needs to try to convince the shadow that he's still under his control. So their success depends on uh, canine's acting skills. So Merak goes to the transmat area and he um, he tricks a guard and then forces him to take him to the shadow's planet. They arrive and Merak is still on the, the guard's uh, heavy black cloak and uh, he disguises himself and he watches as the shadow and his entourage of mutes um, head back to his lair, the shadow carrying the key in front of him. Uh, Merrick joins in the procession. So Canine is uh, in position uh, outside of one of the, the walls to the shadow's lair. The shadow is, uh, tells Astra this is her destiny. She is the sixth segment of the key to time. And she slowly walks over to the key as it is put together as the doctor has it. And she reaches out to touch it and a bright flash of purple light transforms her into the segment. Merak calls out <clears throat> and rushes forward just as K-9 blasts through the, the wall and comes in and Shadow is first angry at K-9 for why did you break in like that? And he says, but there's an intruder among us and he points out Merak. So Shadow says, oh, take care of him, kill him. And what about the Doctor and Drax? And K-9 says, the Doctor and Drax have been eliminated. Um, so Shadow says, well, these two, they can both watch my becoming uh, with the key to time, my apotheosis, he says. So he means Merak and Ramana are able to look on. Um, 
Shadow is rejoicing in his theft of the key and his plans of transformation. Doctor and Drax exit K9's side panel and they are resized. Doctor picks up the segment from the floor and grabs the key from the table in front of the shadow. He flashes a light from the key assembly to the shadow that incapacitates him and he says, quick, back to the TARDIS and they all run off. Mirak refuses to get in the TARDIS with them. He's still looking for Astra. He wanders off and he's injured in many ways. As they get inside the TARDIS, um, The doctor quickly puts the segment in place. Ramana is very upset and she says, how, how can you do that? We're, we're murderers now. First Astra and now Merak by leaving him here wandering around, he thinks she's still alive. That's cruel. Um, he tells her to set the coordinates for Vios control room and she continues to argue. He says, we'll be murderers of millions of people and it really will be our fault if we don't set the coordinates and we get there to stop um, the countdown and and fix time loop so she um, so she does set the coordinates um, and they arrive as they see the countdown get all the way down to one the doctor had sent Drax and K9 um, ahead to to his TARDIS to get to Zeos and uh, he said he's meeting at the control room so Drax rushes in doctor says which wire which color which to cut to stop this to this self-destruct and he says green I think and then he goes through and he said no green so doctor cuts it just as the countdown goes to one and then zero and then stops and everything's okay. So they all very breathe a sigh of relief. But then Ramana says, aren't you forgetting something? What about the marshal? He was ready to fire probably. So we see the marshal and his pilot after being in the loop. They actually fire the weapons. We see them heading towards Zeos and then they almost hit the planet and then veer off and hit the shadow planet and blow up the shadow planet. We see a voiceover and image of the shadow as he cries out to his guardian that he has failed and the doctor has the key to time and in his dying words to his guardian he says how he is Um, sorry for his his failure and we see the guardian speak to him and he says well I expected as much from you and I will get the doctor to give the key time to me anyway so that's the guardian he's a, with a black skull cap type thing on and black tunic the doctor tells Romana, Romana says, you know, what did you do? 
and he says how he diverted the missiles to the, the shadow planet. So everyone is uh, happy, and uh, he offers to drop Drax somewhere, and Drax says, oh no, I, I'm going to stay here. He says, I've, I've made a deal with the Marshal to um, but it's not armaments, I hope. He says, no, purely reconstruction. Um, now he's out of a job, the war's over, so you know, we split the deal 50-50. He says, when did you have time to make this deal? It's 20 minutes before now, or something like that. <laughs> so he plans on, or 20 minutes from now, he plans on going ahead to get this deal. Um, and he says, you sure want to get rid of that? points to the key to time, you just let me know. He says, yeah, bye, bye, Drax. So, um, the doctor, she, well, Romana says, we, we should get this to the White Guardian as soon as possible. You know, let's get out of here. He says, what should we? We can go anywhere, do anything we want. And he goes off and on and on about he could do anything. He has the power. Cause they're questioning because he has the key to time and rolls his eyes back in his head. She goes, Doctor, um, what you say to him? You're, you're not serious. And he goes, oh, of course not. But think if, you know, if someone who, you know, really was like that means that we should hand this over as soon as possible. So, um, so as soon as they say that, kind of rush of music comes up and the light appears through the rondels of the TARDIS and outside of the view screen, the uh, White Guardian appears and you know, addresses the, the doctor and Romana says, you have the key to time? He says, yes. Um, we're very proud of it. You like it? He says, yes, I like it. Um, and Romana's freaked out and whispering to the doctor said that's not the president that's you know not who sent me on this mission and, and Zach says well he's a guardian he can appear to, uh, to of course um, and the guardian says I can change my form to suit you know so not to surprise or overwhelm others plays along with what the doctor says, essentially. Um, the doctor says, don't question the guardian like that. So he says, doctor, may will you release the key to me? So the doctor goes over and says to, goes to command the key to time. I command you to, and then he stops and goes back to the guardian. So, but, but what about this? You know, the, the, the time, or the, not the time loop, but something else and uh, the guardian has an answer and he says oh right right so and then he goes back to command it and says but but what about Astra you know she was a living being and she was made into this segment it's like oh what is one life in the this uh, in resetting the balance of, of the universe and says, right 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 so he goes back and he says, I command your key to time. Stay exactly where you are. And he turns on all the TARDIS defenses. The, black guard, the Guardian notices this. 
and uh, since you've turned on all the the uh, defenses of the TARDIS and um, Doc's as well, I would hate to go through all this and find out I was colorblind, not able to tell a white guardian from a black guardian, and tell Jumana, look, and the guardian imaged um, reverses to the black cat, black cap and tunic and instead of the white that we've been seeing. The black guardian was furious. The uh, doctor instructs Ramana to dematerialize when he gives the signal and he gives her the signal as he breaks the tracer. As we in the black background we see the key to time and it's cube and the segments come apart and it's kind of sparkly essence around as they come away from each other we see kind of a little screened image of Astra appearing at the bedside of Merrick who's been um, uh, resting from his injuries because she's been rematerialized. So Dr. Romano says, well, what did you do to the key to time? It's like, well, if it's too powerful for one being to possess, and, you know, what are we, and you broke in the tracer. It's like, yeah, that, so where do we go now? She's, he says, well, we'll have to stay away from the Black Guardian. So I fitted this little randomizer in the console, so because it works on the principle of potluck, and he turns it on and says, now the Black Guardian won't know where we're, where we're going. And she goes, um, neither will us, and neither do we. And the end. End of the key to time. I don't get how the doctor couldn't have known all along that was not the white guardian. If for no other reason than it's a different guy. Why well, would the white guardian intentionally appear to him as someone else? Right. Of course, on the other hand, if the black guardian can assume anybody's shape, why didn't he assume the actual white guardian's shape? That we saw at the first, yeah. I could, they could kind of explain away the appearing differently to Ramana because she was an experienced Time Lord, you know. Well, she never met the White Guardian. No, she never met, well. Doctor got his mission and came into the TARDIS and then Ramana was there. Right, but I wondered if he, if he appeared as the president to send her on the miss mission. Or maybe the president sent her on the really did send her on the mission. Yeah, I don't, that I don't know. Um, yeah. That's always bothered me too. It's like, why didn't he look like the same actor that, that started with the doctor? Yep. And of course, we, had, we knew it was Black Guardian because we saw the same actor talking to the shadow saying, I expected you to fail and he'll give it to me. Oh, sure. 
So, and then the image just reverses, and now he's dressed in white. Well, we so knew he was. Well, yeah, we knew he was the bad guy. We didn't necessarily know he was the Black Guardian. No, we knew he was bad. They had hinted that it, he was the Black Guardian, was who the Shadow was working for. I guess the the tension at the end there was that, you know, will the doctor hand it over to him? Will the doctor realize it's not the right guardian, I guess? Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's when he goes along with the doctor's um, explanation to Romana about him being able to change his shape as he... Or do you think it was the actor kind of stilting his lines where he says, I can change my form, like he was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. I can appear differently to different people, because like the doctor gave him that like little out, mm -hmm. and because he took it, I wonder if that's when the doctor kind of knew. And then just played along. Could be. I thought it was kind of funny how he say, Cheetah Time, I command you to... But what about this? <laughs> that was kind of cute. <laughs> I command you to... I forget what his first question was. But then he asked about Astra and brings it back around to Romana's problem with the whole thing that, um, you know, she was a person. What? How, how could you do that? His first question was about setting the balance back for the oh, good and evil yes. in the end. Oh, why couldn't you just do it here? Right. The key to time's here. Well, I need to have the key to time in my presence to yeah. do it. And then uh, he, oh wait, I forgot to mention, he explains to Romana afterwards that you know, the White Guardian would never have such a callous disregard for a human being as to make the segment a human, I mean a, a person, to have to be sacrificed to create this segment. So, I guess which um, kind of implies that the Black Guardian created maybe the key to time. The Black Guardian? Because if the White Guardian would not have had anything to do with making the key, the sixth segment a person, mm. then conceivably the Black Guardian made it Something happened to it, and it broke apart. And or maybe maybe the White Guardian made it. Maybe the Black Guardian... To keep the White Guardian from using it, broke it apart, made it into the different segments. Made it. Made, made one and two the Princess Astra. Could be. Turned it into a bad thing. So all that work for nothing, though. Well, more, th more than that. All the work that the doctor and Romana did is all for nothing. Oh, that's what I meant, actually. Oh. All their... I meant the creation of the key to time in oh. the first place. Well, that as well. But I really meant our journey we've been on. And we never find out what the White Guardian's reaction is to the fact that his <coughs> mission is never accomplished mm. 
unless it was really the Black Guardian all along who wanted things put back together. Yeah. So that's possible too. But then again, I st- if that's the case, it still doesn't make any sense why he appeared as different people. No. Did the notes say anything about that? Like maybe the original actor wasn't available? That's why. That's why. That's they why. changed the story because of the original guy not being available. But that's a crummy way to write a story. Maybe they should have secured him initially and so they didn't have to write this crummy ending. They had to know it was going to come back around to him. Mm-hmm. So why not hire him for the beginning episode and the ending episode? They probably would have had a shooting schedule mm-hmm. somewhat planned out. At least planned enough that, you know, they could have said that, you know, in like the last two weeks of March, we're probably going to be doing this, uh, you know, this part of our story and we'll need you to do some refilming of filming of our conclusion or something give them some idea mm-hmm. this method of writing by convenience it really takes a toll on the stories Surprised it um, takes Ramana so long to figure out six house, six generations, oh, six yeah. dynasties. When they're hitting you over the head really? with the six, for the sixth segment, yeah. how could you not catch on? Yeah. None of the viewers were that stupid, so why should she be? Yeah. You really shouldn't have to have had to go over that a second time. Mm-mm. Left that reprise of that out and have Ramana say at that point, Oh, you're in much more danger than we thought. Because, oh, yeah, fix this, fix that. It's you. <laughs> Especially when she looks right at Ramana and says, Metamorphosis. Okay, destiny metamorphosis. I think Astra knows. Why don't you? <laughs> um, and then Merrick is just in denial. Yeah, the whole thing with Merrick really He's annoyed me. He's kind of sad and pathetic. He watched her change, yet he still thinks she's out there somewhere. Yeah. That just doesn't make any sense at all. The Trojan dog. <laughs> uh, I'm really glad they they never used Drax again, as far as I know. He just irritated me most of the episode. 
Again, he's that dumb character. He's written in just to be dumb. Yeah, and not trustworthy either. Yeah. It's shady, but and dumb. So it fulfills, you know, two sides. The dumb or at least less intelligent. Um, as well as, you know, being in a bad situation so that not really sure is he really working for the doctor with the doctor or against the doctor but he doesn't know you know and even the doctor still suspects him he's like Jax does make it to the control room says you took your time after he cut you know cut the right wires you know says well we ran into Merrick and slow and where's K9 he says and so well it slowed K9 down trying to get Merrick it's like if that's even possible to slow K nine down, yeah, K nine yeah, could have somebody ride on him. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but still, the doctor's questioning him there, like, you know, what took you so long? Where's my computer? So he doesn't trust him even then. This is not very bright, and he's not to be trusted. Not a very good character, but I guess he's not supposed to be. Well, no, I think they actually thought he was a good character. They were trying to get him sold into like a spin-off or a sequel or... Oh, I did read that part. They were thinking he might go on to a spin-off or something. I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, me too. Um, and there's canines acting. Another ridiculous thing. Yeah. There's no need for him to cough. It's the same problem I had with the dumb character and the Star Wars movies that was a droid but he coughed. Yeah, there's no biological function. Right. There is no phlegm to clear from his throat. Because <laughs> he has neither. I had very much else to mention. I just feel vaguely insulted by the writing in this one. So there's not much else to say about the particular episode of this story. Um, what do you, 
we're going to talk about our the way we end here and then some other thoughts about the whole yeah, that's fine. Uh, story arc in general or yeah that's fine okay what do we think about that well we talked a little bit about that first about how all this work has gone to waste now so now he's I take it the doctor's kind of on the run from the black guardian now that's the implication because he destroyed the you know he scattered the key to time again yep so in order to hide he has a randomizer is that what he calls it yeah so the doctor who's never really been able to control his TARDIS except when he does uh, now has a device specifically so that he can't control the TARDIS yeah except when he does so what's what changed? purpose does it serve then Thankfully, they, well, they mention it, but it's never really a major thing anymore after this episode, I don't think. Um, yeah. Well, he was only able to control the TARDIS in this because he had the tracer, I believe. There have been other times where, like, um, he was able to take the TARDIS from Atrios to Zeos to the third planet. It flew fine then. True. I guess if he... It works when he needs it to work. Yeah. And doesn't when he doesn't. It's the most ridiculous thing in the story. It's a convenience for writing. Yes. Writing him into going somewhere else. But it's a, it's just a ridiculous trope. Yeah, I don't know why they have to have that. I mean... Why isn't the fact that he can go wherever he wants to enough? I don't know if they just feel like they have to hang on to it because it was such a feature of the early episodes. I don't know. Yeah. It was mostly just something for the companions to harp on the doctor about that he didn't know where they were going. Yeah. And couldn't, and couldn't get, get them home. Couldn't get them back. But whereas, you know, I don't think we have an issue now with this companion. Mm -mm. Since she's a fellow Time Lord. It's kind of different now. Well, and... She can pilot it herself. Other than those first couple of companions, none of them have wanted to go back. Right. The first two only wanted to go back because they felt like they'd been kidnapped. And rightly so. Yeah. So it became a gimmick. Mm hmm Which they don't seem to be able to let go of. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah Jane. Hmm? I said, and then Sarah Jane, who did want to go back, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Not when the doctor needed her to. And... He very successfully put her down right where she wanted to be. Yet he yeah. can't control his TARDIS. Well, except that at the end there she says, well, but this isn't this road. So she thinks she's back where she wants to be, but she's not. Not precisely where she needs to be. All right. I'll give you that. We don't know exactly when she is either.
and we really didn't want to give birth to her at the time. She was in those and the companions that had just stayed somewhere else. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, like, um, well, Joe, who went off somewhere else, and Leela, who stayed on Gallifrey, didn't want to go home, but she just left and, like, you know. Yeah, but none of them needed to be shipped somewhere. Right, I was just saying. So what do you think of um, uh, Romana as a companion of the, the story arc? I think she's um, developed quite a bit from the Regis operation. Mm -hmm. She still seems a little, uh, let's say naive, that's not really what I mean. Um, like with the six thing, she just didn't catch on like she should have. Yeah. I know that's by intent, but it's still frustrating. Yeah, because you feel like that, you feel like that intent doesn't belong because she's brighter than that. We've seen right. it. It becomes out of character because they've built her character up to the point where she should be smart enough. Yeah. And, and a lot of yet. the time she is. Yeah. There's still things that she doesn't, hasn't experienced. So sometimes there's that, not really the wonderment, but some of the, it's not, a lot of things are not commonplace to her still. But, um, and some things we questioned, like how would she know what a bee, a bee was? Right. <laughs> Um, but she, uh, and sometimes there's, she's lost that, uh, sense of, uh, uh, the naive sense she had from <clears throat> the Rebus operation when she says, but he has such an open, honest face. It was one of my favorite parts. And, well, you can't be a good crook with a dishonest face. She goes, oh, yeah, you know, it's the experiential thing that you know she she's lost that I think now mm -hmm. to some extent and she's grown less trusting of the people they meet you know I think after having been put through several trials ordeals on her own like um, well when she comes against the, the captain in the pilot planet um, she kind of holds her own and banters with him a little bit and then in Stones of Blood you know she comes up against Vivian Fay, who sends her exiles her to hyperspace for a while mm -hmm. um, and then the androids of Tara where she's you know threatened with by Grendel and she handles herself you know through that and has some opportunity to show some bravery. And then there's Kroll, which just isn't, it's kind of like a half step backward because she, you know, she's kind of frightened by the Kroll stand in and when she shouldn't be and that type of thing. Yeah. But still, she um, she does stand up a bit to Ram Dot after, after a while of 
being in his company and kind of talking back and stuff like that. And then she seems pretty uh, competent and in control when she talks with the other people here, like when she's with Merak or uh, Astra, except for the sixth princess of the sixth house of Atreus, um, that segment. She's mostly uh, following along really well and um, also learning mostly to stand up to the doctor as well. Like when she argues the, the bit about Astra, murdering Astra and causing the, well, causing the death of Astra and Merrick by leaving him wandering around and how she incensed she is at um, that state of affairs and getting these segments. Kind of like seeing. And she had long, very um, formal white gown on her first appearance and she's wearing white again in this one. Mm -hmm. I hadn't noticed, noted, I mean, So that's kind of an interesting um, full circle there, costume-wise, in a way. Um, but I, I really do like Romana's companion, so for the most part. And this is our last one, really, with first Romana. I think we get a little bit of her in the next one, but... Mm. Oh, well, maybe it's a flashback or something, right? Because mm. I think she's just... She only did these, I thought. Um, I thought there was a scene at the beginning of the next one oh. for her... Oh, her generation. Oh. Maybe she may not have been it. involved in it, I guess. I don't remember. I, I don't... I think I've seen it then. I just didn't. I just had read that you know she did the key to time, and then Romana was different after that. So I don't think I saw it. Well, we'll see. It was really hard sometimes when they'd have scenes together mm. when I'd be <laughs> telling them what to say Romana when I meant when it's Astra. Right. Like you know, we've had the the three doctors, the fu you know, those specials, um, and uh, we had we kind of had the two Romanas without knowing it. Do you have any thoughts about the the, the having this overarching story? Uh, I think it's a it was a good idea at the start. I just don't think it executed very well. It fell victim to too many cuts, too many um, attempts to cut corners, like Doctor Who often does. Mm -hmm. Power of Kroll was terrible. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> macrame hair. This one. They made some silly choices that I think really dragged the story down. Do you have a favorite? Um, I rather like Stones of Blood and Pirate Planet. Mm -hmm. Old mine. Mm -hmm. um, if I were to pick two, it'd be Stones of Blood and Androids of Tara. But I really like one through four. Um, let's see. Do I rate the, the one through four? Because those are the, my ones I like best. So the six have to be actually probably in that order. In reverse order, four, three, two, and one. Mm. And then six and five. <laughs> or maybe five and six. I don't know. Like, Curl is, is bad. There are a lot of funny things the Doctor and the Monogle say in Power of Curl. And we don't get a lot of the... So much of the humor in the Armageddon Factor that I like so much in the others. A couple little bits, but really not so much. Really the most we've had in a while is at the end when the Doctor is messing with the Black Guardian. Yeah. Well, they thought that uh, Drax was humorous. Yeah. The, the chicken tail. No, I'm talking about just mostly the humor from the doctor. Mm. Instead we had some humorous moments with Shap earlier on in the couple first couple episodes um, that helped out and helped the story move along, progress and, and keep us involved in it. But then not so much in this one. Yeah. I think it was a, a departure in a way to do this uh, these six episodes with the single theme this mission that involved these six different stories and they'll revisit the, the bigger story in the future anyway future of Doctor Who you think the the future um, arcing story it, it was more successful than this one. Do you mean the sixth Doctor story? Uh-huh. Mm. Is it anyone talked about? No. I don't know that it is. Mm. So maybe it's not such a good idea for I don't series. think it is at this point in the series. But at least they tried something new. Yeah, yeah. Good points for that, I suppose. They try new technology things, and sometimes they work, and sometimes they don't. 
at least they've tried them and then they try to make the best of them if they don't work sometimes they have happy accidents like putting what was it some solvent on jab light and made it mm, melty mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was a that was a good thing and Never know what we're gonna get. Well, kind of, but sometimes we'll get surprised. <laughs> so, I guess that's it. Yep. Our next story is Destiny of the Daleks. It's been a while since we've had a, a big villain. Yeah, it's been a little while. So, that's what we'll talk about on Monday. So, I hope you join us then, and thank you for listening.